Welcome to the Arrest or Mimics podcast with your host Ben Talon. Hello and welcome to Arrest or Mimics. My name is Ben Talon. I am your host. This is the Original Thinking and Creative Innovation podcast. How's everyone doing today? The weather is sellotape showers with overhead projector from the 1960s lightning storms. How's that? Something a little different for the weather report today. I'm sick of talking about weather every time and I don't know why I do it. It's never planned. So from here on out, I'm going to give you the random weather report instead. We'll do something a bit more fun with it because that's what we're about on this show. (laughs) I hope everyone's well. I hope you enjoyed the graduate special. Um, Tremendous feedback. I have to admit, I had my doubts. I thought, is this just going to be for like the people coming out of university? Or, you know, is this going to be of interest to other people? Hurtling out the blocks. I mean, like really fast download rate right off the bat. Uh, really, really great. Um, f- brilliant. I mean, one of my sponsors, Printed.com, got right behind it because they they deal with a lot of graduates and students and have a lot of client base coming from that sector. So really cool to see them supporting it. We'll get onto that in a moment, but um, just brilliant. A uh, really good range of interaction design, illustration, graphic design, what's going on right now, what's hot, um, and a really good way for people in industry to keep on their toes and to kind of find out what's up and coming and uh, what they can look out for in terms of competition, uh, talent to source, you name it, like a real, just ideas, just ideas as well. Awesome use of technology and uh, real pioneering people who are really up on their social media and, you know, and everything else. So it's exciting times ahead uh, going by those guys. So go back and check that out. Um, as ever, soundcloud.com forward slash arrest all mimics. Great feedback on the Twitter at arrest all mimics. Uh, thanks for that. Really, really cool to hear from the audience. Also, really delighted to announce we were named, uh, well, we were chosen, handpicked actually, by um, Rob Alderson, who used to be the editor at It's Nice That. And he picked us to be a part of his inaugural Rob's podcast pack, which is a new initiative by WeTransfer. So I don't know if you guys send files, big files via WeTransfer. I've been doing that for years. But they um, they handpicked Arrest on the Mix to be one of the inaugural three podcasts that you can download. So go and check that out. There's a couple of other recommendations in there from Rob Alderson. So thanks to him for that. Really cool stuff. So we'll get on today's show in a moment. Uh, but thanks to my sponsors, as ever. Uh, it's a bit of a fashion-oriented live illustration type deal today illustration limited my founding sponsor do a lot of that so go and check them out illustrationweb.com do lots of fashion illustration we had uh, we've had misled on the show we've had jackie bissett on the show really kind of leading people in the fashion illustration industry so go and check out their portfolios and the rest of the cool fashion stuff nuno da costa's on there um really 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 good stuff so go and check out check it all out they're everywhere on social media also um, who else we got? Heart Internet, of course. <laughs> I'm winding you up. I always know my sponsors. Uh, heartinternet.co.uk, providing everything, you know, domain names, uh, hosting sites, web techie advice, really cool stuff. Going to be featuring on an upcoming show about SEO and uh, online presence, which is relevant for all of us, let's face it. Uh, and we're going to chat about today's guests a little bit, which we'll get onto in depth in a moment, but Lil... London Illustration Live. Um, it's really cool. It's a really forward-thinking idea, specialising in live event-based illustration. And one of the primary reasons, as we'll chat about on today's show, is about the fact that more brands now are really emphasising the power of the likes of Instagram and social media and Twitter. And people, you know, taking away, let's say, an original illustration on a canvas bag, for example. It's one of the things that Lil do. Uh, and then 
putting it on their social media on Instagram, you know, tagging the brands, tagging the artists. It's a, it's a little takeaway thing that you can't get with online shopping. So it's worth bearing in mind, um, why would your audience want to kind of share what you're doing? Think about that. How can you personalise what you're doing as a designer or as an illustrator, as a photographer? What can you put out there that people are going to want to share? It is that personalisation and the shareability. So bear that in mind. You can apply that to so many different things. You know, I, I had a piece go really viral, uh, but not viral, but in terms of my attraction on Instagram, I put up an old sketch of a, like the, the whole New York fire escape, you know, back there, really simple, naive line drawing. Went absolutely bananas. Um, caught me off guard because, you know, I, I don't know what I average on Instagram, but it, it doubled what I, you know, might get on a good day. And I think it was just the fact that it was this real, you know, everyone connects with it. It's the New York thing. It's uh, it's something that everyone recognises. If you live in New York or you've spent time in New York, there's a, there's a fondness for that kind of iconic visual architectural element. And I think people just got it and, and loved it. And, you know, it was really fascinating for me. So it's about looking at the science behind that. Why do people want to share your stuff? So we'll talk about that later in today's show. And that's thanks to Heart Internet. Go and check them out, heartinternet.co.uk and printed.com, who are getting a lot of love from today's guests. Um, Emma Block, one of the illustrators um, on Lil, they're a trio of ladies which we'll describe quite soon, but Emma told me that she even got her own wedding stationery done through printed.com, which is awesome. Because I mentioned it, I said, look, tell me about some cool print stories, you guys. I've got this new sponsor, they're really looking after the show. And Emma said, well, I use them, I use them regularly, like they're my go-to printer, and you know, I've never had a bad word to say about them, so... There you go. Emma Block, leading fashion illustrator, a part of Live Illustration London. Um, brilliant. Regular, already, already a customer on there. So um, so there you go. That's the printing tip from today. There, you know, Emma uses it for all her wedding stationery. If ever, ever she does stuff for clients in her fashion style, that's the deal. So really, really cool to hear that. Also, Willa, Willa Gebby, uh, who is another part of uh, the founding trio of Live Illustration London, she tells me that she she gets 99.5% of her work from printed campaigns. It's as simple as that. She sends out books, she sends out flyers, she sends out work samples, and it's how she gets her work. So there you go, nice and simple, thanks to printed.com. Go and check them out. Over 90 different products, ranges of finishes, you know the deal. Awesome printers, lovely people looking after the arts. So cheers for that, all my, all my lovely sponsors. So before we get on to today's guests, I just want to raise a little issue. Um, you guys have probably all been on the very relevant and kind of damning issue of late uh, with intellectual properties. So the story of Tuesday Basson, LA-based designer who's been rinsed by, you know, allegedly ripped off by Zara. Um, she came out and said, look, you know, she showed all these examples where her work had been directory, you know, directly copied if, if all these things are correct, um, which I'm sure they are. So I just thought it was quite a scandalous thing. And if that is the case, you know, I think it's it's up to us to all club together and kind of collaborate and share information about what we can do in the event that bigger brands take us for a ride and rip off our stuff, exploiting the fact that they've got big numbers and, and we have nothing and we don't have the money to foot legal bills and that kind of stuff. Um, I write a monthly column for um, for Design Week called Freelance State of Mind and my latest piece is all about that issue. So go and check it out. It's over at designweek.co.uk or if you just Google Design Week Ben Talon, you'll find my uh, 
I think I've done 11 pieces for those guys now. You'll find all 11 columns all about, well, as it says, the freelance state of mind. But the latest one, I, you know, I kind of pondered my own help, feeling of helplessness in that, you know, should I be the one who was handpicked for exploitation by bigger business? So go and check it out if that's of interest and, and, you know, think about how you would respond to that and how we can all come together and share information about legalities and how we can protect ourselves of copyright. Want to hear your thoughts on that? Hit us up on the Twitter at Arrest All Mimics. Um, drop us an email, arrestallmimics at gmail.com. I do go on the Facebook occasionally, but to be honest, I'm kind of using the Twitter as the primary source, so get on there, hit us up. Uh, I'm also out there, of course, at Ben Talon as my personal account, so you can contact me there too. So cheers as ever for all the support, and without further ado, let's get on to today's guests. Lil, Live Illustration London. It's got a ring, right? Well, I'll tell you the story. Willa Gebby is uh, co-founder of Yo Illo, which is a regular illustrator's meetup. So essentially we all get together and we go down the pub and we have a beer and we talk everything, visual communication and whatever else. Sometimes people are just not up for talking shop, so we just go down there and get pissed. Um, so the deal is, Lil uh, came together, it was Willa Gebby, Emma Block and Miss Magpie Fashion Spy. How cool is that name by the way? And they'll tell you the story in depth, but essentially they're a collective of live fashion illustrators based in London, of course, providing live illustration workshops and creative solutions for brand events. So, in their own words, they're a trio of talented professional live illustrators. They create on-the-spot bespoke images and they make brand experiences special. So it's all about interaction, sharing and word of mouth, and they're increasingly important for brands, as they'll come on to tell us in a moment. So there's a growing need to add value to samples. You know, in the face of the uh, the Amazons of this world and the Ebays, people need a reason to go back on the high street. And I always said that, um, you know, when HMV almost collapsed, I always said they've completely missed the boat. I felt that the original model that Richard Branson set up with Virgin, as in people go in a shop, sit on a beanbag, drink coffee, talk music and listen to music with people who know and care about music, I always said it was an absolutely brilliant idea. And there was something to be said about the loss of that. So, for example, you know, you go in HMV and all you do is you buy T-shirts, albums, uh, DVDs. That model was dying on its ass a long time ago with uh, Amazon. I always said it. I always said that they were not doing what they could have done to engage people in store and bring them in. So Lil very cleverly got onto the back of that. And they've all been working individually in live fashion-oriented illustration. Um, And, you know, it's connecting brands and consumers in a really meaningful personal way. Bloggers, shoppers, journalists, VIPs, all watching portraits, taking taking shape to pinch their own words. But they're going to tell us all about that and why people um, need that personal experience in today's day and age. It's interesting to see that we've gone to one extreme through the likes of Amazon and eBay, and but then these guys pulling it back actually, and brands are switching on to the fact that it needs to be brought to the to the to the every every man consumer, the individual who's going to go in a store buy something on a whim, but maybe get something, a little treat with it. Maybe they get a portrait, maybe they get their name painted, maybe they get their bag painted on. It's all exciting stuff that people love to buy into, and I think they like that urban kind of creative feel. So these guys have uh, very savvily picked up on that and pounced on the whole idea. So they can tell us all about that. So Willa, who co-founded uh, Yo Willows, has linked up with Emma and Miss Magpie Fashion Spy. They're all doing awesome work in their own right, um, you know, collectively between them. Check this out. Client list, partial, diesel, BBC Radio 1, H&M Stylist, uh, UGG Australia, Kurt Geiger, Accessorise, River Island, Calf Kidston Oasis, the list goes on. Really awesome, all in the top of their industry. Um, 
it's a brilliant show. They're all lovely ladies, and I'm I'm really excited to to get into this conversation and find out what, why, and how it's all going. Um, so exciting stuff! Live illustration, London. Get us your feedback on Twitter at WrestleMix. And here's the conversation. I headed round to Willa's house in London, and we all got together and we had lunch and we found out what's what. Well, I guess um, should introduce the collective and yourselves into, uh, individually. So, Lil, what's it mean? <laughs> Lil, um, so we went backwards and forwards over a name for a while, um, but to kind of sum up what we're doing is we're doing live illustration in London, and so we kind of went with that as a name, so shortened to Lil, sounds quite cute I think. I like it, I think it looks nice, I looked at was on the website earlier and I think the, the graphic's cool and it's a nice... Um, I like the website, by the way. I think it's really nice and oh, uh, simple, or easy to navigate, and well done. I think, yeah. So it's pretty cool. <laughs> so, um, so, well, it gives a little introduction of each of the of the members. Uh, okay, so I'm Willa Gaby. I'm a fashion and beauty illustrator. I think is the best way to describe myself. And I've been working in this sphere for about six years now. God, can't believe that. And uh, yeah, uh, as far as live illustration goes, I've been kind of building up slowly for live illustration over the last five years. Five years was my f- ago was my first one, and it's just become super popular. Yeah. Um, and I'm Nikki Groom. Um, on Instagram, I'm Miss Magpie Spy. Um, and I've been a fashion designer for years. So I graduated in '99, and I did that for years and years. And I've always drawn on the side, even when I was um, sending packs out for designs I'd always sort of illustrate it and mm. I was like you don't need to do that I've always loved doing that side of things and I um, I started doing live illustration alongside um, the fashion design probably about four or five years ago I think I need to look back um, and then it's grown from there and now I don't do the fashion design and I just do illustration and live illustration really so really mainly cool. with the fashion focus every mm. time really. nice uh, my name's Emma Block. Um, I'm an illustrator and I've been working full time as an illustrator since I graduated five years ago. Um, I'm the most sort of recent to um, live illustration because I've only been doing it for about a year. Um, I do a lot of different illustrations. So I do fashion illustration, but I also do children's books and magazines, packaging, a bit of everything. Um, but yeah, as of a year ago, I've been very busy doing live illustration yeah so, so did you guys know each other already then what was the sort of what how did it all come about forming Lil I think the first com- the first communication I think that Willa and I had was when um, I had some monsoon work that I couldn't do yes and then I contacted you I'd seen your work and I was like well, I really love your work and I think that they would like it I think that's the first time we were in touch um, and then yeah then, then we've been in touch ever since really and then yeah, um, and I've known you for years, and I don't even know how we first met. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> just, through, just through the whole illustration community, and so of course I run ULO as mm. well, which for anyone that doesn't know is an illustration community in London, and that's been running for about five years mm. as well. I run it with um, Rob Barrett, who actually founded it, and uh, another guy, Kevin Nally. Um, so yeah, I, I feel like that's probably where Emma and I met. And for me and yeah. Emma, it's um, it's definitely Instagram yeah. because I'm I've because I'm not classically an, an illustrator. I've kind of come at it from very much an Instagram way of things. And obviously, mm-hmm. I saw Emma's work. You know, you look for nice work and you see mm-hmm. it, and then 
yeah, and then we've just become a bit of a community, really. Mm-hmm. I find that really interesting. I find it brilliant to hear social media and actual physical community coming up in the same conversation, mm-hmm. you know? So I think yeah. people often get this impression that you can't have this collectivity because it's all online and it's kind of alienating people. And I don't think it's the case. I think, like everything else, it's about the balance, isn't it? Which is, I think it's great to hear that story and then to know that this has formed an actual collective, I think is really great. Yeah. It's just going to happen really organically, I think, mm. over time. Absolutely. Yeah, I think the two work together really well because you can meet someone in real life at a party and then follow up with a quick tweet to say, it was lovely to meet you. Yes. And that's not as formal as saying, can I have your number? Um, and then the other way, you can be talking to someone for ages online, on Instagram, on Twitter, and then you bump into each other at an event, and there's no awkwardness because you've already spoken and you just get on like a house on fire. Yeah. So I think it's really nice, especially um, if you're living in London, to really use social media um, alongside um, attending events and things and networking. Yeah. It works well. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned then about the kind of delegation of, of work that you couldn't take on. So we learn that. I guess that's a nice way of looking at maybe our collectives function. You know, yeah. I think it's um, so. What I mean, what is the what's the hope with the collective? Like, what's the kind of what what, what was the driving motivation in doing that? Well, I, I I think really that's the crux of why we got together is because we were we were doing a lot of work, and the thing with events is that if you if someone offers you a job and you're busy that night. You just have to say no. You can't kind of fit it around other work. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's been a lot of occasions where that's happened to me and I've wanted to find another illustrator who I know produces good quality work and is reliable and will represent me to that yes. client. So I think through knowing each other online, we've been able to offer each other work and I think just it became so often that it became we should just formalise this. Mm. And also as well, there are clients that we share and there's still the there's still the room for that, for us to, you know, if Willa, Willa and I both work for links and there's there's lots of kind of clients that we've shared and there's still room for that. So there's no, like, somebody taking the client off somebody else. It's, it's, mm. um, it's really nice. We're like, there's room, there's room for everyone. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so there's it's just really nice to pass work to each other. And coll- collaboration and collaborations, you know, as yeah. we all know, it's, it's a, I guess brainstorming is a, it's, it's a sort of formal, horrible word, but the function of it, that when we get around the table, I mean, when I arrived today, you know, you guys were in the kitchen all having these kind of excited discussions, and I love seeing that, I like seeing when mm-hmm. people come together and, and there's an excitement and these ideas come, yeah. like, you know, streaming out of there, whereas you could do a hundred emails and you might never arrive at that same idea that just comes around because of a moment, yeah. and um and also on a, on a kind of shop front level, would you say that, that that actually branding and kind of putting a formal collective together, it looks quite, in my opinion, it looks quite slick and it looks professional. Would you, is that, you know, is that the hope that you create this, this body for yourself to work under and it looks like an agency, it looks like a type of something you could trust, I suppose, is what I I'm getting the, at. I think the trust is a, is a big part of it, is, um, is somewhere for, because a lot of brands we're finding are wanting to do events at different parts of the country in the same day. Um, and they don't necessarily want to be like finding all those people. So, you know, we the three of us, we can split, we can do different events, we can do the same event. Um, and it's great, yeah, the idea is that it's a great resource for brands to be able to find us and find the quality. We've worked at some really, you know, we've worked at some fantastic places with some good brands. And mm. I think that gives um, companies a lot of confidence. 
they feel confident handing it over to us. We we know what we're doing. We've all done it a lot, and um, so yeah, it's so far so good. Yeah, mm. I talk about validation a lot, and I think with anything, you put a lot of trust into brands or companies or people who've been validated by other people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that when a company goes to our website and they can see who else we've worked with and we can see that we have a strong brand and they can trust they can put more trust into yeah. us by coming together yeah it helps to make us more validated yes i completely on completely on board i've had so many negative experiences with people whose work that i loved um but just couldn't hit a deadline or i couldn't quite um i don't know why it was but but that's crucial isn't it and when you see that you're like say working for a big a big you know another a name that someone recognizes immediately it's it's there isn't it it's there yeah. on paper as you've done that and and come out on the other side i did uh when i first got the guardian right at the start of my career i'd gone from a position of being told never to contact dogs today magazine again because i got it in my because <laughs> i like dogs and i could illustrate i'm gonna illustrate dogs and i got and i pestered them far too much and they were like right look we've got you on file like please like pack it in so, so then getting the guardian and going uh, and then running to everyone and going, I illustrate for the Guardian, I illustrate for the Guardian, and it worked. And it's like, and people came back that yeah. have been pestering and gone, actually, we have got something for you. And you kind of go, now I get it. So it's just even when I when I first contacted Willa, I mean, I went onto your website and I saw that you'd worked with good people. So you know, okay, she can hit a deadline. She's, you know, people are happy to work with her, as opposed to having found Willa's work and her not have had any commercial experience. It's been like, oh, she draws really beautifully, but. Can she can, can she, she do, do it? it? Yeah. And so it's that same thing again. So brands can you know come to us and go, yeah, they can do it. Mm. They can see photos of us doing it, and they can see examples of our on our Instagram. And yeah, it's kind of out there. Really, yeah, and we've got um, testimonials um, on the website from people who have booked us, and what a positive experience that's been. Um, you know, people at the event have loved it. It's had a great buzz on social media. So I think that's all very reassuring for anyone who wants to book yeah. an illustrator. There's kind of no mystery to it. They know exactly what they're going to get. That's fantastic. So, I mean, do you plan to use um, the video? Because they, it makes me think straight away that you mentioned the difference between, um, you know, hitting a deadline or doing things remotely, as in illustration and design, and then suddenly you go to performance. So you, you have to be there on the day. You have to show up and you have to have the goods. Um, I guess video will be a nice way of packaging that you know if people can see you working in action there on location yeah. even just that let's say it's a 15 second snippet on instagram i think it shows it being done and it and it, and it, and it makes it real it's tangible. So funny you say that because we've been talking about this this morning and this this isn't just us this mm. is this is the brands that are working with us mm. because all of these events the crux of it comes down i said crux twice now um it all comes down to social media and video content is king it's king mm. so as well as us showing what we can do it's the brand showing what an amazing event they've had it's it's a two-way thing it's, yeah. it's something that i've i've been using quite a lot on my instagram and um it has been really popular and i sort of saying i, I definitely want to do more of it but we've just yeah. the last few days we've posted on the um little instagram page um video for the first time really and um yeah we've had like an incredible amount of views um so we've been talking about it today that it's yeah. um yeah, that it's really quite exciting. Yeah, there's something about watching a time-lapse video of someone painting, which is really mesmerising. Yeah. And um, I think it's just so interesting to watch. And on one hand, you kind of 
giving everything away because you're seeing exactly how you're doing the painting and yet it also gives nothing away it's still so how do they do that yeah it's, yeah there's something I mean I'm a painter and I enjoy watching them there's something kind of completely mesmerizing about them and I think a little 15 second video is such a perfect way of getting across what it is that we do especially with live illustration you know there's no um photoshopping and editing it or yeah. starting again it yeah, is yeah creating a piece of artwork um, beginning to end, you know, five minutes, ten minutes. Yeah. Um, it's also just to cut the fat, isn't it? Yeah, it's... it's as you do on for, um, it's, I think it's actually my pinned tweet on Twitter at the moment, is a little one that I did when I did Clinique. And I think because you can get the product in and then you can do a bit of illustration, you can show the event, and somebody actually did that video for me, so it's much better than the ones I normally do. But um, it's one of my most popular things. Yeah, people yeah. like to see you actually doing it. What do you, what do you think... Um, do you think that it's something that's happening more now, the sort of live illustration? Have you seen a spike almost in recent years? Yeah. Definitely, yeah. definitely. Crazy amounts. And actually, I, I, I listened to your podcast with Jackie Bissett, and she was mm. saying something quite similar. Yeah. Um, it's, it all comes down to what I was saying about social media. It's the way that, it's the way that people consume information now is online and even if you can't go to the event you can still experience it mm -hmm. and I think yeah yeah but I think the reason retailers love live illustration is because it gets people in store yeah. because today you can buy everything online and it's very convenient and it's very quick so if you want people to come in store you have to offer them something else that they can't get online so having an event and offering live illustration is just a brilliant way of getting people in your shop and then getting people Instagramming and tweeting about it. Mm -hmm. um, so retailers love it from that point of view. I think the nail on the head there, because that was it was almost a rhetorical question, but just almost to confirm that I wasn't in, alone in thinking mm -hmm. that with the rise of the likes of Amazon and the, on, the whole online thing, obviously the, the loss there is it's the high street experience but it doesn't have to be that way I think if, if, if retailers are smart in the way that they use their stores in these amazing spaces then they can thrive because you offer something completely different to what is available in that experience I think as well there's a lot of people that there are, I mean especially women there are a lot of women that like to go shopping yeah. they like to go out with their, their mum or their friend and go and have some cake and look at some shops and so it's it's that kind of emotional side, that personal side of it, that, yeah, maybe they then will shop online later at a discount rate, but they've had that experience and that connection with the store. Yeah. But um, something I was just thinking about is, like, I went to this talk years ago, I don't know, maybe it's like five or six years ago, at the Design Museum, when they had a fashion illustration um, exhibition there, and Colin McDowell was there, and I asked him, like, do you think there's any future for fashion illustration? At that point, there was nothing happening. And he said, no, it's gone. It's in the past. Serious? Um, yeah, just because photography, you know, nothing will ever replace photography, which it won't. But mm. I think um, we were talking about it earlier now, everyone's become a photographer. And then so to be able to create something unique by hand is yeah. suddenly become really... But that, that, see, I, I would have disagreed there and then because that, I'm, I'm a big believer in the, the whole David versus Goliath mentality. That Why do you have to even think about replacing photography? No, just do something completely different. I think offer something different, you know. Specific yeah. to magazines at that time, I think yeah. it was. You know, because we. I mean, I, I can't imagine at some point someone will do a beautiful illustrated cover. Yeah. Um, but it's going to take some. Um, yeah. It's going to take some balls. <laughs> well, that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. Take a celeb off the cover, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Magazine worlds, maybe. Yeah, maybe. But it's but it's breaking trends, isn't it? Again, it's like it's providing not going up against the, the sort of the, the established king almost. It's like doing something completely. Yeah. 
just different and offering it's, a personal experience. It's an evolution. Yeah. Yeah, it's an evolution. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a very exciting time to be working in this industry because new stuff is happening, new jobs and new opportunities are coming up that, you know, didn't exist a few years ago. So it's uh, mm. very exciting to be working in the world of live illustration. And what's just impressive is that you guys have, have come together and recognised that and not just kind of ridden the trend. You've, you've, you're stepping ahead. You're going, right, well, actually, this is happening. It's on the up. Let's come together and, and you, you know, you've, you've made this brand. I think that's commendable. I think it's brilliant. And I bought a book by a lady called Jen Barton. I think she lectures at Brighton University called Don't, Don't Get a Job, Make a Job. Mm. I stumbled across it in Rough Trade Records the other week. And it's very much about that mentality of building the vehicle for yourself. Because you could sit there for the rest of your life waiting for someone to come and pick you up for this idea that you've got that's in there. Yeah. Mm. But if it never gets outside your head, it's not going to happen. But you have yeah. to manifest it for yourself. And I think you guys have done that, which is... Yeah. I can't wait to see where it goes. Yeah, and there's this thing where... I've heard illustrators talk about this a lot, where you only really get hired for the work that you're already doing. So you need to kind of create an opportunity mm. to develop mm. yourself. And I think the three of us coming together gives us an opportunity to evaluate, you know, what, what exciting things can mm. we do and how can mm. we develop this? Mm. And we're in a much better position to go to brands and say, do you know what, you know, we've done live illustration stuff where it's, you know, like fashion illustration, but how about murals or, or window displays mm. or, or residencies or, you know, there's, there's other opportunities to take that concept of live illustration and to develop it into something really cool. Mm. And does it, and does the, does the numbers game give you um, a, a sort of boosting confidence to go and do that? You know, knowing that there are three of you and knowing that you've developed this brand can you then, does that give you a bit more confidence in stepping forward and going, we would like to propose this? Yeah, I think confidence, but also I think it's more interesting because we, you know, we're talking at the moment about some events where the three of us could go and do actually different things at the event. One person could draw really large, somebody else mm. could do a window, somebody else we could rotate. There's, there's so many things that we could do. And a lot of it is also about us wanting to push ourselves as creatives and not just want to carry on just doing one thing all the time it's like what can we do how can we move it yeah. on so that's exciting it's it kind of, I don't know whether I feel more confident but more it's more there's more possibilities it's more exciting I think yeah. it's more support as yeah well. it's that as well yeah, yeah. yeah so that is um that's yeah. a big thing is the support of sort of saying I've got this job what would you charge or I've got this job you know do you think these are reasonable working hours and just having other people's experience of them saying that sounds good or no I'd ask for a bit more or yeah. We have a very active little WhatsApp group. I think that's, that's <laughs> see, again, this is it's brilliant, isn't it? It's an organic thing, just uh, boosted by technology and these tools. And yeah. I think it's awesome to see when it's used right and, and with the right balance. You know? yeah. I think it's great. Yeah. I mean, you in particular, Willow, with the OLO, will know all about the benefits of the whole networking and, and bouncing off other people. You know, I, I imagine you've seen people come to your group and kind of flourish in many different ways however subtle just from having met that right person absolutely there's it's it's a combination of everything from just you know like realizing that perhaps oh my god i need to be charging more because other people you know you kind of get an insight into it's not like everyone goes and talks about how much they earn or or how much they charge but there's this feeling of is this too much or is this too little? And I think it benefits everyone if mm. there's that conversation. But then there's also a thing like contracts or 
Um, I think especially with the, the live illustration, sometimes mm. clients are like, come in store and draw for 10 hours. Mm. And yeah. you're like, okay, we need a break. Mm. Plus, you do realise our hand will snap off at some point, you know. like, yeah. And there needs to be that kind of conversation about what's okay for me mm. is perhaps not okay for other illustrators mm. to do. And so what is a what is a reasonable thing for a client to ask of us? Mm. Yeah. I think mm. we've, we all sort of bring different strengths and experiences mm. to it, don't we? It's mm. all sort of asking mm. each other various things. I'm obviously newer to the world of illustration, but then I've got lots of experience in fashion. And mm. I know there's lots of things like that where we're sort of oh, that, that's helping great, yeah. each other in different ways. Yeah. Bringing something really different good. to it all the time and complimenting yeah. one another is so important. Yeah. I think it's I think it's brilliant. So I mean, having the this, this sort of fashion focus as well, that's, that can only be a strength, right? Because you're not just going in there going, we do live illustration, use us. You've got these amazing client lists mm. collectively and, and, and very much going, that's, you know, it's a fashion. Okay, it's broader than just the word fashion, mm. of course. There yeah. are, as we discussed, there are murals, there are all the things, but, but having that, I think it's important to have that linchpin and focal point. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I mean, I think, I think it's important, but I, I think... Also, it's about um, that all of our work looks contemporary and that we don't necessarily have to be drawing clothes on a woman. We could be drawing oh. homeware products or yeah. um, architecture stuff. It's, it's more that, um, yeah, I think the fashion it is important, but um, yeah. uh, I think we all have our distinctive styles that lends itself very well yeah. to fashion. Yeah, but, um, in the sense also yeah. that you know, you know who your, your market is, yeah. you're mm. appealing to these brands within that world. And definitely our client list is... 90 percent um fashion brands fashion beauty fashion beauty yeah. yeah but i mean as as i've seen myself it's an increasingly broadening world which is a great mm. thing isn't it it's that that now encompasses so much more mm. you know yeah. than what it might have done a long time ago i think it's like a lot of bloggers used to be they would be a fashion blogger or they would be a this blogger but now a lot of them are lifestyle bloggers mm. and i think that kind of slant will lend itself to our work as well because as we were talking about residencies and things you might be taking in into a company that is nothing to do with fashion, but um, they want to sort of they want to link into that world, and we can we can kind of create that link. Yeah, with sort of a creative outfit. Yeah, and it just goes to show because it's funny. I mean, when I when I started out doing this stuff, I mean, I don't know if you've seen my own work, but it's very organic. Very, I was told early on that it was very masculine by Fig Taylor from the AOI uh, when she was very right at that point. I've since tried to broaden it, retaining the energy and that organic feel, but I've tried to diversify my portfolio. And I would have never put myself in the ballpark to be considered for anything fashion because, you know, I was doing football, wrestling, yeah. music illustrations. Yeah, I have. I've had queries from Selfridges for very similar gigs, drawing on tote bags, um, Chief Star Raw, I've been chatting to recently, things. It just goes to show it's like the, it's such a great arena now for encompassing yeah. all these really varied styles of art. And I think it's, I mean, they've always gone hand in hand, haven't they? You know, music, art, fashion, all those things, but it's getting broader and it's brilliant. I think it's about having the skill to be able... Like, there are lots of very talented people in the world at drawing, but it's also another talent to be able to sit somewhere with lots of people watching you and to get it right first mm. time. Mm. Um, and so that's it's like another skill as well, isn't it? Yeah. And to be able to communicate with... You know, there were customers in the shop and you have to be extremely polite to them, not go, shut up, I'm drawing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So how it's is that, that chat. Yeah. We're... we're you know, I love it. I actually yeah. really thrive from it. And all of us, that's why we're yeah. booked again. Because yeah. people, you know, the PRs or whoever's booked us see us and they go, wow, they're putting this on Instagram and they're yeah. chatting. And Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. For me, I love it just because I'm getting out of the studio. <laughs> yeah, oh, we all crave that. <laughs> yeah. 
but I think I think it's it's one part of it whether you're skilled at doing it. The other part is whether you like doing it. Some yeah. people just don't really like being in that overly sociable situation. Yeah. You know where you you're kind of it is like a performance. Yeah. Some people hate that. Yeah. You know, so this isn't that they don't want to do that kind of work. Yeah. Well, that, again, this is it, isn't it? I suppose you you've. You have to like it. You can't not. You can't do that stuff and not Otherwise, be into it. Point? You're an introvert. Yeah, um, you never get booked again. <laughs> no, that's it. That's it. And um, and and also, it's, that's great because if everyone could do it, of course you wouldn't. Probably wouldn't be doing little, would you? You know, or you, or you might, but you might be up against a far tougher field. So, it's it's good. I mean, as creatives, I guess we are. A lot of us are introverts, so it's nice mm. to kind of. Uh, if you're in, if you're a people, I mean that's why I'm doing this. I love this. I love getting out of my studio, sitting at someone's, whether it's a dining room table, a studio. I've done it in cafes. Um, one guy suggested that we do it at an amateur wrestling event in his local town in Bristol. <laughs> He's winding me up, but anyway, I was a wrestling fan, and, and he liked the array of locations for the podcast. And he was like, and he was like, should we just get a ticket for front row for this like local Bristol amateur wrestling? And we'll just have the chat there about kids' books as well. And I was like, maybe not, but I, I get where you're coming from. <laughs> Um, anyway, I'm well off track there, but I just love that. I love the talking to other people who are into what I do because I'm very passionate about it. And I think if you do, then you've got to play that strength, haven't you? Because not everyone's doing that. Yeah. So, um, so have we got anything exciting coming up that you can tell us about? Are there any sort of... uh, well, personally, I've got what feels like a super exciting project, which definitely came through as a result of the the collective, which is great. Um, I'm currently working with Sofitel, um, a hotel, a five-star hotel okay. down at St. James, uh, St James Park, and they, during London Fashion Week, are having a fashion photography exhibition, so they wanted to kind of you know, bring in that fashion element, so I'll be doing an artist-in-residency for a week with oh, them, brilliant. which is going to be lovely. It's like in their <laughs> high tea room, so everyone's going to be eating their high tea and he's a pianist it's, it's, oh it's just lush wow um, yeah that's that's one thing there's lots of things on the horizon yeah it's just what in the weekend yeah it's, it's knowing what you're allowed yeah, to talk yeah. about Emma's just come back from something really amazing yeah, yeah. yeah um, I've just come back from France where I was staying in a chateau for a couple of days with Stylist magazine Nice. Um, and that's kind of the dream job when Stylist Magazine email you and say, would you like to come to a chateau in France <laughs> to do a few ad hoc paintings throughout the day and be there as a Instagram influencer? Um, so that's really interesting because wow. I'm there to paint, but I'm also there to take in the experience and to share it with my followers on Instagram. Um, so that's a really interesting merging of those two things because there were other people who were there just doing Instagram and there was people there to work like the photographer and I was the only one kind of doing both um, but that was an absolutely incredible experience um, the whole stylist team were there they were making an issue from this incredible chateau and it was sponsored by uh, Chambord which is a French liqueur brand so it was just endless cocktails and dinners and picnics and then actually doing a bit of work kind of realizing oh my goodness I've had six cocktails and I've actually got to do some painting <laughs> but um no it was incredible it was the dream job and yeah did lots of painting which um they were sharing on social media and using on the website and it's just something quite unique because obviously everyone there was instagramming and taking photos but um yeah, the paintings are just a nice way of um, 
giving people a real flavour of what was going on, really capturing the atmosphere. That's brilliant. What a project. I know. I know. Really yeah. <laughs> Anything where you get to travel for the job is yeah, like, exactly. it's, it's dream. amazing, isn't and it? Hopefully it's something that's going to grow, you know, that sort of awareness of um, illustrators as um, influencers. I mean, it is really, you know, there's lots of possibilities and that's quite exciting for us, as we were talking about earlier. Are so. we the new rock stars? I hope so. I think <laughs> definitely. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Whatever it is, anyway. I, I had an interesting conversation, um, oh God, it must have been about a year ago now, with... Um, a team of people who work for an agency who do these, um, they find bloggers to work as influencers for brands. And they said that, I mean, the, the blogger world is I mean, it's massive. I don't, I don't even think I've, I understand it truly, but no. it, it's a little bit oversaturated. There's a lot of bloggers now mm. doing this thing and, and with all levels of, you know, how long they've been in the game mm. and how business savvy they are. Um, but the interesting conversation they had was that brands are really interested now in working with independent creatives because as well as having a blog, because they have a blog for their business anyway, um, they can also create beautiful content that can be used on both the brand and their website. So it becomes like a, a collaboration of ideas and mm. ability to create something. And there are, you know, there are a lot of people out there who are, and I think Emma's probably one of them. You're, you've got a kind of blog slash illustration career. I think that's yeah, fair and to I'm, say. Yeah, I've been blogging for a very long time, and I don't blog as much as I used to. For me, Instagram's kind of taken over, um, which I, I love Instagram, and it's obviously a lot quicker to do an Instagram post than mm. a blog post. Mm. So, and I'm getting brands approach me directly through having seen me on Instagram or wanting to collaborate on, you know, could we send you something for you to feature in an Instagram post? So that's um, very interesting to be getting to that point. Yeah. Uh, yeah, where I'm being considered an influencer. I'm going to put that on my CV. Stylist magazine said I was an Instagram influencer. <laughs> that's brilliant, isn't it? It's, 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 I guess essentially what they're doing is mobilising a large number of people to go and do PR for them because they're excited about seeing this you know, being a part of this amazing creative experience, what yeah. a great... What, it's know. just a really interesting way of... Mm. It's a different way of looking... It's revolutionary. At, yeah, yeah, and for... I mean, a lot of people are concerned about the loss of illustration and, and mm. I guess, particularly the loss of editorial. Mm. But I just see it as a change. It's a change towards... Yeah. Whether you'd call it web-based editorial mm. or or blogs or, or, or what, I'm not sure how it's going to move but the content is still there and mm -hmm. they still need images to mm -hmm. go with that content yeah, absolutely mm -hmm. and, and what hasn't changed and it, show me an era when something hasn't changed drastically yeah. you know it's like there will always will always has been always will be changed and mm -hmm. I think it's you know it is um, survival of the fittest in a lot of mm -hmm. cases you do have to move with it and you have to adapt and it doesn't always have to be drastic it can be subtle changes but it's understanding you your brand and where you fit where you plug into the world, and I think once you once you fully understand that, I think then it transcends, uh, you know, context and platforms yeah. to a degree. I think it's a very interesting time that we're in because there is jobs that people have now that didn't exist ten years ago, five years ago. You know, being a full time blogger, being a full time YouTuber, and making a lot of money that just didn't exist a few years ago. Mm. And it's the people who are open to change and the innovators, and they're coming up with the new ideas that are. Um, you know, they're kind of crest of the wave, they are the ones that are really making the success. And 
like what you were saying, you know, don't, was it, don't find a job, create a job. That's yeah. what they're doing. They've created these jobs. And it's interesting because how you are a professional YouTuber or a vlogger, the rules are still being written, really. Um, but it is a very um, interesting time with how new technology is affecting um, the way that you can make a living. Yeah. 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 The only reason I'm doing it is Instagram. Mm. I just it was like a hobby thing that yeah. just took off really quickly, and I would never have managed to to do it. Mm. Mm. It's worth listening to if you get if you get a chance to listen to the episode of the show with Andy Sandoz. He's the pres- current president of DNAD, mm. and um, I keep banging that. I shouldn't talk about this on too many shows, but it's just <laughs> it was just one of those conversations where it changed a lot of things for me, and he was a big mm. advocate of. Not relying on technology in any way, but as we just said about feeding the mind and, and staying on what's what's happening, what's new, what's coming, and, and because then the more you feed that into the mind, then when you start to facilitate ideas, it feeds that, and you're aware of things, and you can you can think different and use these tools at our fingertips to do something quite different and forward thinking. That's exactly what we're talking about with Snapchat. We don't, like, yeah. do we need it? Do we necessarily, you know, do we want to be on it? But like, we all understand it. We've all had a look. You know, basically, because of yeah. the Bowden live illustration thing recently, yeah. people were Snapchatting you, and I was like, I actually didn't That's know what it, it was. Yeah. So mm. then it's like, it's embracing it and not going, things are just moving too fast. We're all really good at just just being aware of what's going on, totally. how much we want to tap into it, yeah. depending on our personalities and mm. everything as well. And But yeah, then we can speak to brands and PRs, and we, we know what we're talking about, we mm. understand where... You know, yeah. where the exposure's happening. The things I've watched, the things I've read and listened to since I've, that conversation has changed completely. Like, I, I've come right out of what was a bit of a bubble in hindsight now and reading all sorts of different new magazines, you know, reading articles on technology and science and all these things. And I'm, it's certainly feeding the ideas yeah, with new things. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, whatever we're doing, whatever we're in, I think you can really benefit from that. But I think it's really smart being aware of, especially what, you know, what we just discussed when mm-hmm. a lot of this thing is done to feed influence on social media you have it's almost your job to be as much yeah, as yeah. doing the work to be aware of that mm. fascinating stuff isn't it <laughs> we're all I, lo- yeah. I love the fact that we're all learning as it moves though that's yeah. what's great isn't it so yeah, it makes you responsive and you have to stay on top of things otherwise you do kind of get lost in certain areas or fall yeah. behind that's brilliant so have you got long-term ambition for for lil is it is there is that are there hopes or as we just said are you gonna let it grow organically and, and follow it yeah, everyone's looking at me. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's a difficult question because we kind of set it up with a let's give this a real go and see how it, how it works. Yep. You know, and I think to a certain extent we're still there. Um, expansion is probably the sensible thing, but not at the moment. Um, but one thing that I think will happen as an inevitable part of it is, um, like, for example, recently a company got in touch with me to do um, some bespoke packaging, which would be in part live illustrated. But, and, you know, I, there's, only, there's a limited amount of packaging that you can draw in two days. Um, so we were talking about getting some of the packaging screen printed in advance. So it would be part screen printed, part hand illustrated. Cool. Beautiful. Um, and through having done loads of these events, you just, you know, through the process, you meet lots of other people who are doing something similar. 
Um, in particular, there was a, a screen printer who I've seen at events who's doing screen printing of tote bags in the store. And so I, I contacted her and, and you know, she was the perfect person to do this job because I knew her, you know. And um, I think this is something that would be of extra value to the brands that we're working with, where we, we just because we're in the creative industry, have a network of people who we can work with to offer something better. And I think that will just happen naturally with yeah. time rather than necessarily that is mm-hmm. an aim where we'll kind of maybe bring people in, not necessarily on a permanent basis, but on a, this project's come up, you know, we really need to collaborate with someone else who does something slightly different. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think we've got, we've all got a kind of a good, um, good head of, on, you know, about branding. And so we really understand with, you know, something will come in for one brand and you're like, oh, you know what? would be also perfect for them and that's probably the next step mm. is going do you know what there's I know somebody who does um, natural dye tie dye who could sit around a table and do yeah. cushion you know that it's all those different things that are right for different brands so that's kind of exciting but yeah I think it will be it will grow organically as we as we speak to various brands or events yeah I've got I lots think, of ideas <laughs> I think it's a very smart way of doing it I really do facilitate and other stuff that yeah, that's nail on the head for me. I mean, that's, you know, if, if I was going to go down a similar road in any kind of collective, setting up with other people, it would very much be the way I'd do it. It's, yeah. it's looking. Well, we kind of... Be- I can totally understand for, you know, someone who works in marketing, they just don't know that many creative, mm-hmm. you know, independent creative people, whether it be illustrators or something else. And that's one of... That's one of our strengths is that we have that network existing mm. so it makes their job easier we kind of become the curators of their events and also to kind of keep it independent it's lovely you know we're all supporting each other yeah it's brilliant i'm really i'm really intrigued to see where it all moves it's exciting times coming up so where can people check out lil <laughs> uh, so I keep getting the uh, website wrong. So <laughs> yeah, so we're in liveillustrationlondon.com dot cool. So that's where the lil is, live yeah, illustration London, illustration. Um, and we're also on Twitter and Instagram. Perfect. And we're on that with lil underscore collective. Yes, that's right. Brilliant. Yeah, I'll stick it on the show notes as well, so people can check it out. I keep getting the website wrong. That's how we're all looking at it. <laughs> right, I've only done I've only done one other episode so far with three people. And I don't know if anyone listens to the show, but I do a segment at the end called Shark in the Tank, and it's um, I usually ask my guests for a love and a hate, so it's, a, it's an on the spot question. Oh, but uh, it's best always best left. But I can't do that because three of you. So the last time I did this, it was a film, a creative agency that did a lot of work in film called Human After All. Um, so I asked them each to name like a favourite and a worst film. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I should. Oh, I, how should I, I deal knew with this, this was coming, and I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know what I should ask. I know what I can ask. A favourite and not necessarily a worst, but an unexpected moment working live. Ooh. Because um... <laughs> obviously there's a lot of uh, variable elements to doing it. Mm. <laughs> oh, okay. Come back to me in a second. Yeah, come back to me in a second. So a good thing and a bad thing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, and maybe if one of you, you can choose a good or a bad, I suppose, and give me one each. Oh, okay. Favorite thing? I went to an event recently. I was working for Patek Philippe, the watch company. So I went to this lovely event, which was in a stately home, 
up near Milton Keynes of all places. Um, From near there, be careful. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, they had a surprise orchestra and opera singer there. Wow. So I was being serenaded by an opera singer as I was as I was drawing. Which wow. Was yeah. I was about to talk about the string string quartet from the other day, but I've been completely upstaged by an orchestra and an opera singer. So, yeah. Down. yeah. She's one. Yeah. Well then come on and there's probably can yeah, up on I, the chateau thing now. Oh, I need some more glamorous. Yeah, <laughs> I think um, the Chateau Cyrus magazine has definitely been the peak of my live illustrating career so far. That was um, <laughs> pretty much a blissful two days. That was. Uh, if it wasn't, I would have been demanding what what was. <laughs> <laughs> I think actually, with mine was I. Um, I went to the Wilderness Festival with Accessorise, and so I just got to be. Um, in they had this beautiful kind of tent with. They were selling stuff, but there was loads of events like um, crowns being made and stuff. And I just illustrated the scenes. I did do portraits of people, but I sort of illustrated these scenes happening. And I just, yeah, sat there and music going on and it was sunny outside. So it was really nice, nice now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The photographs are lovely from there. Like, yeah, it, looks, it, was, hmm. it was lovely. Well, seeing as you've all given me a, a very positive one, I'll give you, I'll give you a, a drastic one there recently. <laughs> I, did, um, I was in Manchester working at the old Granada Studios and it was a Reebok event. And it was like 30 years of the classic trainers. So there's six of us working on these huge um, kind of plinth, big, massive, big kind of, uh, ex- I don't know what, even what the term is, big stand things anyway. Oh, and gladiator. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. And they gave, us, um, they gave us each a different model of the classic to kind of play with, give the original, you know, the, the, concert, the, the nets for them and everything. And anyway, we had to be as lateral as we wanted and work with that. Anyway, we did all this and then the plan was to have an exhibition with all the shoes and then in the evening they would send us into this separate room they'd set up and Kendrick Lamar was going to play live so they had like this tiny stage where 300 of these invited people come down but it was bright white throughout the floor everything was done and we were specifically instructed not to get anything on the floor even though we had to go and work live so I was using Posca pens and I'm thinking nice one that's like no, no worries that's fine no one else is in the room apart from me and his crew over the other side nib breaks off ink all over the floor like black ink everywhere oh. I'm spinning out like just panicking thinking oh if no one comes in so I'm getting like bits of tissue then I realise it's on my shoes so like some sort of slapstick I'm walking it around everywhere in the end I panicked so much that I pulled off the t-shirt I was wearing which was a, like a new band t-shirt that I'd got and just like Riving it on the floor like that, trying to make a like a, a job of it, and then at that moment, everyone else came in, like all the all the like crew, like Kendrick's agents, and I'm topless on all fours, just just that with a t-shirt, just mopping up all these things. Wow! In the end, all the people who came to the event just came in and did all these rubbish tags all over the walls, and the pens broke, and it was a total mess. So I didn't worry, and I ruined a good t-shirt. But, oh. but there you go. It was a good day apart from that, and I got some free classics for my troubles. <laughs> I've never had to take my t-shirt off an event. <laughs> no. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah, well, at the stylist event, there was a pool, which I didn't know about, so I didn't bring a swimming costume. But they do have a picture of me in the pool um, in a giant inflatable donut in my underwear. <laughs> I would never have known that. That, that confirms it. We are the new, we are the new rock stars. That, uh, yeah, that yeah. confirms it. Brilliant. brilliant. Yeah. Bring on the limo. Yeah. <laughs> TV out the window. Yeah. <laughs> iPad out the window. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's been a pleasure. Thanks ever so much for your time. And I uh, can't wait to see. Oh, thanks for coming. Well, yeah. ill heads. Yeah. Food for thought, eh? 
I've had a, I've had a, a couple of sort of live based illustration stuff. I did a job as I mentioned um, recently on uh, it was for Reebok and it was in Manchester. It was old, the old Granada Studios, which was really cool, and it was part of a Kendrick Lamar gig painting live. Um, it was the 30th anniversary of the Reebok Classic shoe, illustrating their old original, you know, sketches, uh, drawing plans, that kind of stuff. So it was it opened my eyes a little bit, and, and having talked to these guys, it's done it further. So it's really worth thinking about how you can plug into that kind of you know on location. If you're a people person and you don't shrivel up at the idea of drawing live and on the spot under pressure, then maybe it's worth checking out. These guys are doing it brilliantly. So go and check them out. Go and have a look at the website and see just how well they've done it, how well they've branded it. LiveIllustrationLondon.com. Go and check them out on social media. Hit them up. Willa Gebbia, Emma Block, Miss Magpie, Fashion Spy real leaders who are way ahead of the curve loving what they're doing so thanks for those guys to take the time to come and uh, to come and chat really really loved that um so coming up we've got a few interesting people we've got middle boop gordon reed uh designer we're going to be chatting about the difference between versatility uh and set style because we both kind of cross over into each area so that's an uh, engaging conversation uh, delighted to announce we're going to have Miss Lead coming up for a second show. Um, arguably, arguably our most pos- most popular guest so far. Definitely the most listened to. And she's got some awesome workshops coming up soon. Illustration, Miss Lead workshops. We're going to get the scoop on that. I'm going to sit down with Miss Lead for a second episode and she'll be my very first alumni, which is awesome news. So look out for that. Uh, get us your thoughts as ever at Arrest Dominics on the Twitter. Hit me up at Ben Talon if you need to go direct. There are numerous channels. Just Go and find it. All the details there on the soundcloud.com forward slash arrest all the mix. Thanks again to my wonderful sponsors, printed.com, Hat Internet, Illustration Limited, everlasting, original founder, founding sponsor, beautiful people looking after this show, making it possible. Um, for us to do it free every week for you guys, I hope you're still enjoying it. The numbers are saying so, they're going up all the time. Thanks again to Rob Alderson for including us in the We Transfer podcast pack, the inaugural one. A real honour to be a part of that. I'm going to be down at the London Design Festival before long. I'm going to be doing a talk down there, so more details to follow on that. Keep up to date on those social media channels. And thanks as ever for tuning in. Get me your thoughts, go back, listen to the graduate special. Hope you enjoyed today's show. All the backlog, always up there, the archive. Check it out any time. Have a good week. Nice one, guys. See you later.